headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. The phone number is 888-825-5225. If you want to talk, the call is free. And some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. 888-825-5225. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. And Drew is going to start off this hour in Chicago. Hi, Drew. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I've been part of the recent big tech layoffs. Um, I recently have been notified of uh, a severance payout that's going to be happening on the first of next month. And I just want to be a good steward of that income while I'm in my search for my next opportunity to, to, you know, move forward with my career. That's awesome. So you got, you got ejected, you got evicted from hell. I did. It was like the second favor that I've been given. It's my second laugh I've gone through. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And they're going to pay you to leave. I love this. How much are they going to pay you to yeah. leave? Uh, it is 22300 Nice signing bonus for the next deal. Agreed. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, software sales, so uh, market development, account executives is um, you know, kind of my focus with Small to medium size it sounds like you'll have a job like yesterday, basically in that field. Yeah. <laughs> have you started yeah. looking already? What's your plan as far as career goes now? Yeah. So great question. I've been um, I've been approached by a few different uh, tech companies, and you know there, there is a little bit of apprehension there. So I want to make sure that I ask the right questions during those interviews, and to see what the future lies for for those companies, and to make sure they have the proper headcount and to really stay long-term with a, a company that I truly enjoy working with. And um, I have two interviews lined up uh, Friday, and then one initial interview from a different company on Wednesday, so three total this week. So just been trying to um, organize and Excel documents on where my, um, my, my status is on each uh, company that I interview with, and just to get a base plan going, so I have a, a plan to have something, have some income for you know the month to come. So yeah, that's way to go. Where I'm at. Yeah, that's awesome. Way to go. Well played. You're playing this right. You didn't freeze like a deer in the headlights and didn't question your own sanity. Instead, you went right to work replacing the gig, and that and that and when you get the new gig, it turns does turn the twenty two thousand into a signing bonus effectively, right? Yep. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Do you need the money? Do you have an emergency fund? I do. I recently opened a high yield savings because I want to keep um, some liquidity during this time. But uh, the only debt that I have is my mortgage. I'm currently driving my grandmother's uh, old car. Rest her soul. It's about to have the wheels fall off. But uh, I've been what do you make? You know, very. Uh, before I was uh, let go, I made seventy two thousand my first year. What will you make this year? With this new gig, probably more, right? More than likely, that's still a little bit of unknown. Just yeah, well, obviously I'm, you hadn't landed early, it, but early. I mean, the marketplace for what you're doing is probably more like a hundred, isn't it? Yeah, uh, for like on-target earnings. I mean, I'm looking for like a base of at least like sixty. And uh, you sound like you're single with the words you're using. Are you single? 
Uh, I am single, but I've been uh, with uh, my lady for about two and a half years now. How old are you? Very blessed to have her in my life. I am thirty-three. Okay. Uh, I would buy a car with the money. Not necessarily a twenty-two thousand dollars car, but it sounds like you're driving a freaking hoopty and you're making a hundred grand. And I think you need to move up. Okay. Is that okay? I'm not trying to insult your grandmother or anything, but no. No, you're driving um, a two thousand dollar car, aren't you? Pretty much. And you make a hundred k, and you got no debt but your mortgage. Correct. Yeah, you need a ten thousand dollar car. Okay. Yeah, just not, I'm not I'm not suggesting you go buy a freaking Ferrari, okay? But I would move up a little bit, and then I'm talking about paying off the mortgage past that, or if I need to do some other miscellaneous purchase. How much money have you got in savings? Uh, right now it's about 15,000. Okay. Yeah. You may want to, you want to beef that up a little bit to have a a little better emergency Mm -hmm. fund than that. So I'm probably throwing about 12 on that and about 10 towards the car. If I'm you, what do you think? Yeah. And if you look at your budget, if you're doing a monthly budget, look at three to six months, my -hmm. guess is it needs to lean closer to 20,000 in that emergency fund. And then whatever's left, get yourself a good, reasonable used car. And then, uh, you want that emergency fund until you land this next gig because we don't know. Hopefully, you land it this week. Well, but I, wouldn't, we just I, wouldn't, don't know. I wouldn't buy anything until you land the gig, but I think you're going to land the gig before the other one's up and, and celebrate. it does effectively become a signing bonus and you get a raise moving into the next thing. So, yeah, I, I meant to ask him which big tech fired him. I know. I didn't know if he was willing to mention. I, I was willing to trash him. Does it start with a G? Oh, well. <laughs> just go by letters. It's in Chicago, yeah. Yeah, so we were just in Indy. I guess Salesforce is in based in Indy. Yeah, yeah. I've been to conferences out there when I was back in the marketing days. Okay, all right. Because they had a huge tower that said Salesforce on it. Yeah, was it? I didn't ever ask anybody in Indianapolis if they actually if that was the main office, but I suppose it is. So he's in Chicago. So it's not Salesforce. We know they've that. laid off a bunch of. Was people. it like twelve thousand over at Salesforce? I yeah, know it was they, somewhere they in that dumped range. Dumped a bunch of them in the street. Oof. Trying to get stock. Well, the good news up. is these people are highly qualified, highly talented, highly sought after. Oh. And so the the goal is they land something real quick if you if you're in that position. Yeah, there's but there's the layoffs are out there, man. It's real, and uh, so here's here's a, we got just a second, but here's what Drew did right. Okay, he didn't take big tech uh, throwing him in the street as a personal identity crisis. I'm not good. I'm not worthy. I'm a bad person. I'm not. I'm not good enough to keep. I'm yesterday's refuge to throw out to the curb. He, instead, he went. Oh, this is big tech. They're stupid, and I'm. I'm, I'm going to roll with this, and I'm going to land uh, with my skill set in something that pays me as much or more before my gig here is up. And the signing, the uh, severance that they give me effectively becomes a signing bonus to the next gig, because, all because of his attitude. Mm. He just positioned himself, went, oh, okay, I need to go make a, I'm a sales guy. I need to go make a sale. And the new sale is uh, my next gig. And I'm going to start calling on customers. And I'm going to develop a spreadsheet, my customer list. And I'm going to work that thing, and I'm going to figure out which one I want to be at. Mm. Boy, that's a that because too many times people get knocked out of the saddle and they lay in the mud and cry, you know, for about four weeks and they give up their chance. And that's human nature. It's okay if you cry. I've been it hurts when you get knocked out of the saddle, pisses you off, hurts your feelings, everything else, and you just lay around whine about it. And that's normal. I, I do the same kind of stuff. But the guys like him that kind of land on their feet 
and then go do this, it, it, it changes the economics of the situation by twenty-five or $30,000. Well, and having no debt also, it makes the tears go away a lot faster when you don't have to worry about your payments to those lenders the next month. You know, that's, that's a good point. He put himself in a great spot. They're tears of joy. That's right. <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, But over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the Internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. George Campbell Ramsey personality is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jordan and Alyssa are with us. Hey guys, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? Better than I deserve. Where do you guys live? Minneapolis, Minnesota. I was just there. Got home last night. Awesome. Spoke up there at a church uh, this weekend on Saturday and Sunday at River Valley. It was a good place. We had a great time. So how much debt have you guys paid off? $97,731. We also cash flowed about $60,000 during that time. Okay. How long did this take? About five years. All right. And your range of income during that time? Starting at $65,000, ending at about $99,000. Okay, cool. What was the $98,000 in debt? It was our house. Oh, look at the weird people. Yes, you are. How (laughs) old are you two? We are 30 years old. You're not allowed to have a paid-for house that young. (laughs) You did. It's against the law. (laughs) It's against the law. You're not allowed to do that. The the house police are going to come. Way to go, guys. That's amazing. What's this house worth? Uh, 300 to 350. <laughs> I love it. You're so weird. This is great. All right, what was the 60,000 you cash flowed during this time? Well, the house that we bought was a total fixer upper house. Uh-huh. She reluctantly agreed to getting it, but it's mm-hmm. what we could afford. So, mm-hmm. uh, the upstairs needed to be uh, completely remodeled. The mm-hmm. downstairs was unfinished. Vehicles. We've got four kiddos over here. Mm-hmm. Cash flowed them. Um, our garage actually we Ended up needing to raise the garage so the vehicles fit in it. <laughs> oh, there's that. <laughs> a lot of things. Yep. Was it a short garage or a tall vehicle? Short garage. Wow. In the 60s, yes. Oh, my wow. goodness. So, Good for you guys. Yeah, speaking of weird, that's actually where I first got connected with you. Um, I was living in California at the time, 
And Craig Rochelle did a series on weird, mm-hmm. how to be weird. And you came mm-hmm. on and talked about how to be weird with your finances. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I thought, you know what? I want to be wealthy someday. That's how I want to do finances. Fast forward to 2012, because um, I was living in California. I came home uh, to Minnesota, and I met Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And um, we decided, you know what? We're going to do this long-distance relationship while I'm living out there. Um, so when I, I remember exactly where I was standing one time in California, I was like, you know what? We should probably talk about this money thing, this debt thing. So I called her and I said, uh, what do you have for debt? Do you have any debt? And to be truly honest with you, I had no idea how much debt I had. I had student mm-hmm. loans and then I also had credit cards. Mm-hmm. And where I come from, my family finances mm-hmm. are very private. Mm-hmm. So to be super transparent, I said none of your business and I hung up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. So, Good answer. So I realized, okay, well. You're going to have to earn some more stripes for you ask this question, buddy. This is a baseline. We can only go up from here. <laughs> so I felt like, you know, the Lord still wanted me to marry her. I was very strong about that. So anyways, fast forward to 2013, I was going to be moving back to Minnesota, finished out school. And Alyssa came out, she flew out, we packed up my paid-for Mustang GT, and I bought a used set of Total Money Makeover discs. I figured, what better time to be trapped in a car and listen to some Dave Ramsey on the way home and get on the same page. So that's what we did, and we were on our way home, and, you know, it was actually really good. We got to talk about our dreams and really the why behind Uh the what. And that's when we learned, hey, someday we want to be able to save up and buy a house. Someday we want to have kids, that sort of thing. And so... Um, yeah, and I'll just add to that. I shared it was really important to me to be able to stay at home when we did have kids. Yeah. Yep. So we, you know, so we got home. I sold the two sports cars that I had and the motorcycles and the toys. And we said, you know what? Let's pay off once we figured out how much debt she had. Let's pay it off and start from a clear slate. So that was uh, 2013. We, we got married. And then Alyssa's parents were gracious enough to let us live with them while we tried to get on our feet, tried to save up for a house one day. And uh, during that period, we had our first kid, cash flowed all that. And then 2015 came when we finally bought our first house, which was a total fixer-upper home. Um, and I'll never forget it. We didn't have a bunch of money to, to fix up the house. And so I was doing a lot of the remodeling myself. And one day, Alyssa came over and handed me this little shirt that said, Big Brother. <laughs> Meaning we were having another kid on the way, which was somewhat planned, but uh, it, it was just a lot. A lot yeah. of new stuff. His first response was, I better get back to work. <laughs> better get back to work. <laughs> yep. So um, so then we had our other kid in 2016. So we had two boys. And we're like, okay, Lord, eventually it'd be nice to have a girl. So we decided three and we're done. We're going to have three kids and we're going to sure be done. Sure you are. Yep. So, um, 2017 comes and we started to finally be able to pay a little bit extra on our house. Maybe a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. We were trying for our third kid. We ended up going to the doctor and finding out we're having twins. (laughs) (laughs) So put everything on pause again. So although it was five years, there was a lot of life happening. That's that's a lot of cash flowing. You said you cash flowed the kids and I went, so what? You you did cash flow them. Okay, I get it. We cash flowed the kids. Uh, So that's, you know, turned our life upside down. It's like, okay, we really need to finish our basement now. We had a basement that took on water, so we had to do drain tile. We had to put an egress window, fix the grading around the house, buy a new vehicle, newer vehicle, raise the garage yeah. so we could fit in it. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? 
This is an amazing story. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is contentment. Um, we paid our house off in October 2022, mm-hmm. and we had the opportunity to be in Florida together, just the two of us, and we were mm-hmm. sitting on the beach, and we were just reflecting the last several years, and um, I was like, do you recall anything And we really said no to? And we are like, you know, we can't really think of anything, and we just we were just so thankful because we just really felt like it was always a yes if it was important, but maybe it wasn't this month, maybe it wasn't this season, but it was a yes, and it was penciled in, mm-hmm. and then we would have our game plan, and we would just always be really thankful and content in that way. Mm-hmm. That was a big piece. You know, this whole time, we, we tithed, too. We never didn't tithe, so we tithed mm-hmm. through the whole thing, and, you know, October 22... Uh, 2022 we finally made our last payment and we even had our email was Brinkman 22 our mortgage log- login was Brinkman 22 because that was always our goal from the beginning mm. it was a bittersweet month we lost Alyssa's dad that month which mm. was really sad and um, a lot of good things happening a lot of bad and um, you know and we're also had the biggest increase that we've ever had too so we're trajected to make a lot more now this year of and then you are. Yeah. the significant amount in the years to come too so it's really cool we've got a really good foundation to kind of build off of well you guys have been so faithful and intentional while most people are sleepwalking and just floating through life you guys went what if we actually work together and what you found was that life doesn't slow down and so most people are going well i'll just wait till life's life's crazy right now let's have the kids then we'll focus on this get out of debt thing but you guys were just steady the entire time while life was happening and i just commend you for that what an impressive couple very well done guys yeah great job who was cheering you on i would say our parents were the biggest one yeah yeah Yeah. friends we had awesome friends they're like we don't know really what you're doing but you got this (laughs) well now they're wondering you're really good at it they don't have a mortgage payment maybe we should look into that (laughs) yeah i think it was until then then they realized hmm maybe you guys were serious and now there is something to that you know so, um, you know, and the big thing, too, is having our kids, we wanted to really focus on changing our family tree financially, but also, you know, instilling in them contentment and thankfulness yeah. along the way. We live an extravagant life in this country and just instilling that into them. And, um, you know, in this next season, we definitely want to get a new house at some point. We don't know when or where. And we would like to hit the millionaire mark there inside of 10 years cool. you know, by the time we're 40 so way to go hey we got the live and give bundle for you let's bring the kiddos on <laughs> up the uh, total money makeover book for you to give away a baby steps millionaire book to read because you're almost one now uh, and of course a one-year membership to financial peace university you can either use it or you can give it away what are their names and ages yeah so we've got the oldest here jackson he's nine mm-hmm. samuel's six mm-hmm. and we've got the twins oliver and abby and they're four buddy all right Ninety-eight thousand plus sixty thousand cash flowed all in five years house and everything 30 years old while having four kids it can be done ladies and gentlemen making 65 to 99 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three two one we're We're debt-free way to go you guys this is how it's done ladies and gentlemen wow this is the ramsey show
did you find that? George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. That was direct to the booth dudes who picked out some strange bump music there, George. That's a new one. I know them all. I think I'm I think on the Price point. is Right. One dollar, Bob. It's like a hip game show. I would love to see you on the Price is Right, Dave. Ugh. It's not too late. I don't know. I was stuck on an elevator. I don't know what happened. All right. Up next is Jacqueline in San Antonio. Hey, Jacqueline, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm well. Thank you. Better than we deserve. Good. How can we help? You didn't even ask, but I answered anyway. What's up? Hey, you know, I already knew the answer. <laughs> I'm on autopilot, Jacqueline. How can we help? <laughs> I have a beautiful, responsible 19-year-old daughter who lives with us um, and is about to make me a grandmother. <clears throat> I know it's funny. I said responsible first, right? <clears throat> Except for that um, one time, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my, my question, well, financially responsible, hardworking, excellent work ethic, and, and, and morally sound, Um my question is, how much should I be helping her throughout this pregnancy and throughout the first month? Um, it was obviously unplanned, um, and she's had a hard time with processing the, the whole thing, and she is now unable to work. So I'm, I'm just kind of looking to you. Um, it was sort of a light came on as I was driving and listening to you, and I thought, I respect Dave's answers so let's run it by him well I appreciate that um sometimes when I'm facing something like that that is um a little bit ethically or morally or I don't even know those those aren't the right words uh relationally overwhelming um it helps me to say not what is the right answer today, but what do I do today that is the right answer for 10 years from now? Exactly. Because we, we have a strong foundation with our kids of teaching them financial responsibility. Yeah. You know, we go by years for years yeah. and years. And so and what, what you've got is, is I mean, circumstance we obviously, obviously a baby is an awesome, wonderful thing, particularly grandbabies. If I'd have known how great grandbabies were going to be, I'd have been nicer to their parents. Um, yeah. So, you know, all of that part is wonderful. So this is a bad metaphor, but I would almost say, what if she had a car wreck and couldn't work? She, she, she ran a red light. It was her fault. And then she got hurt, right? That's not a really good metaphor because it's not as babies are much sweeter than that, right? But, um, right. but I mean, that's kind of how I think I probably would look at it. I'm just thinking like a grandpa right now or like a dad. And, and that's where my brain is stuck. This is not a 39-year-old who's done heroin for 15 years and hates me. This is a 19-year-old right. that messed up, made a mistake that otherwise has led a, led a pretty good life is what you're describing to me. That's correct. Yeah. When our kids graduate yeah. high school. Thank uh, God God college, didn't throw all of us them. out in the ditch the first time we made a mistake. So right. I got lots of right. grace and mercy in this situation if it's me. I'm just going to take care of her like she's 17. Yeah. And then, but, but all with the idea that we're going to lead towards uh, a sustainable answer when she's 25. So what's sustainable for right. her when she's 25? Well, obviously financial responsibility, career responsibility, mommy responsibility, living on her own and sustaining a, and developing a life whether she does that as a single mom or later on gets married to someone, Right. You but, mind if I add one more thing in? Okay. Um, when they graduate high school, we have them pay us rent immediately. 
And the thing is, their grades stay up in college. When they graduate, they get all that money back. So it's basically savings. If they don't, we keep it. Yeah. Um, she was able to, in school, pay us rent $500 a month. And she also saved $6,000 working full-time in six months. So she has $7,000 in her savings account. And really, my question was, do I even let her touch that? No. Are you, are you, guys, are you guys okay financially, you and your husband? We are. We're okay. debt-free besides our house. Yeah, this is not a financial lesson. This okay. is, a, I'm loving my daughter through a very, very tough time. She, she had a car wreck, you know? And um, that's very validating. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I would do. And, and I'm pretty hardcore yeah. on tough love, as they call it. Uh, but mm-hmm. this is not tough love. This is not a time for that. For me, for me, this is a little scared pregnant girl, and I'm going to put my arms around her. I'm going to love her. She's mine, and we're going to get her through this. But all, not with the idea that she lives in your basement until she's 39, but the idea that she's going to, because you gave her some room here to heal and to not, not heal, but to go through this process, well, and heal. It's been traumatic, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and yes. so um, to go through the, and get back on her feet emotionally, relationally, make better choices going forward. This is not a pattern that represents her life. Um, and, and so let's get back on that track that, that she was on. And, and then you got a 25 year old. That's a, that's an amazing human being with, it's an amazing mom and, and everybody's happy and proud. Again, I'm not enabling into the distant future, but on the short term here, I just completely take care of her as if she was in ICU or something. What do you think, Mm, George? Yeah, I'm with that. And I'm also wondering, you said she's unable to work. Is that just a short term thing? What does that look like? It is. She um, developed a pregnancy disease around five to six weeks um, in her pregnancy before she could even process. And mm-hmm. she became so sick that she was hospitalized. Um, the good news is that it does go away the moment she delivers. And she is managed now. The hospitalization um, helps them to manage her sickness. And so she is medicated and she's managed at this point and able to function. But it's very unpredictable. So yeah. she's not able to get another job. Yeah. This is a 19 year old and a baby. Take care. Just take care of them. Yeah. That's what I would do. Uh, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. (laughs) Okay. You're a good mom. You got a good heart and you're not, you know, you, you, you've raised a, I know you're tough because you raised a kid that has work ethic. You raised a kid that's make, you're making her pay rent. You raised a kid that did this and that and this and that. And, and you know, so you're, you're not a pushover enabler mom. I don't think I didn't hear that. Well, I think that's where it goes into the long-term ramifications. If this is still a decade from now and we're still living like this in the basement, that's where we need to go. We need to have an exit strategy out of this too. Once she's healed up and on her feet. In my mind, this is the perpendicular opposite of uh, someone who's 31 years old and does this and is belligerent and says, if you don't help me, you'll never see your grandkid mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I have a completely different reaction to that person than I do this 19-year-old kid. And if you're 19 and you don't like me calling you a kid, I got socks older than you, so just calm down. That's the deal. I lo- That just means I love you is all that means. It doesn't mean that I'm putting you down, but I – Got a little more rings around the tree. So it's a nice way. A little, to little more age going here. So uh, you know that that's the thing. So you know what you're looking for in relational things. Period. But certainly in um, uh, uh, financial relational things, is you're looking for patterns, not singular events. And patterns cause you to endorse a situation or to avoid a situation. 
And, and that keeps you from becoming an enabler if you're wondering out there and you're a mom and a dad. Uh, so if you've got a 37-year-old that lives in your basement and will not work, that's a pattern. You need to kick said butt into the street because you're not a blessing to them. You are a curse to them. You are an enabler. You have stolen their dignity, the dignity of autonomy, the dignity of standing on your own, the dignity of hard work, the dignity of killing something and dragging it home. The only thing they know how to do is play Nintendo, and it's your fault. You should be ashamed. That's a different pattern for moms and dads. And we got that out there because we got a group of males that aren't yet men that are stuck in their mommy's basement, and mommy's still doing their dadgum laundry. And if you don't like that, that's okay. Get you a show. This is mine. So that's how this works. Wow. Well, nothing will turn you into an adult like having a baby. So the maturity, uh, we just hit the fast forward button right there. I'm just getting a puppy will do it. But my gosh, a baby. Woo! That'll push it right there. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host on the Dead Free Stage. Cade and McKenzie are with us. Hey guys, how are you? Doing? We're, we're great. How are you guys doing? Better than we deserve. Welcome. Where do y'all live? Twin Falls, Idaho. Oh, cool. Welcome to Nashville. And how much debt have you paid off? We paid off two hundred twenty-seven thousand uh, dollars, one hundred ninety-nine and ninety-four cents. Whoa! Good for you. And how long did this take? Nine months nine months yeah what do you guys make uh we started at 155,000 ended the year at 188,000 okay what do y'all do for a living I'm a physical therapist and a part owner in my company Uh uh-huh and I'm a program coordinator at a hospital and community health oh very cool all right Mm -hmm. so you did not make 227,000 during the nine months so something must have been sold to accomplish this what was it it was the house. Sold your house? Oh. Yes. Okay, so where are you living? We bought another house. <laughs> okay, all right. So with the uh, raise with COVID, uh, all the house prices, stuff like that, we sold our house for uh, $350,000, paid off $147,000 of that mortgage, 
bought a $170,000 house, remodeled it, cash flowed that. So that helped us quite a bit with uh, getting rid of the mortgage part and then a little bit extra for the debt. Okay, so you cleared, did you clear the house? Yeah. So your house debt free as well? Yep. Okay, wow. I, I was trying to follow that math. Yeah, good. <laughs> wow. All Incredible. Right. So you sold a house and that enabled you to buy a fixer upper for cash and pay off all your debt. Well, um, that kinda, it, did I get that right? Yeah. So the house sale got rid of the mortgage and bought the house and gave us thirty thousand to pay off um, seventy eight thousand of our consumer debt. Got it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. you cash flowed a bunch of it. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Way to go, you guys. Yeah, How long you. y'all been married? We got married in August. We're newlyweds. Oh my goodness! Oh, so the yeah. first the first order of business is all this, uh, all this, you know, hide the pee under the shell, right? We start moving everything around. We're going to get all this straightened out. So what what got you guys so motivated right into marriage? Yeah, I think for us, we really just wanted to start a marriage where, and our relationship just long term, where finances weren't ever something we fought about, or um, you know, something that we struggled over um we really wanted that to just not be an issue at the table so that was like our first big why and then also just given my physical disability being a paraplegic knowing i we don't want insurance to dictate like what i can have medically um long term to yeah. say mm. you can only get a new wheelchair every five years like now we can we can just buy me a wheelchair yeah. whenever we want so do whatever um, we need to do yeah yeah you're in control cool. mm-hmm how long you been in the chair? Uh, almost 16 years now. Oh, okay. What happened? I was in a car accident. I was 15. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very cool. And who's the uh, service dog? What's his name? Uh, this is Price, like a price tag, which is kind of fitting. So That's we perfect. brought him. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Beautiful I guess. pup. Good yeah. lab, huh? Yeah. Yes. Good, good boy. All right. So what Very was the cool. consumer debt on this? Um, so we had a car uh, that was $5,600, and then my business loan to buy into my partnership at the physical therapy clinic was almost $73,000. Wow. Yeah. And it's paid off. Does it make the business partnership different now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of those things, instead of worrying about getting rid of my debt for that, it's how can I make my employees thrive? How can I help them yeah. reach this status and feel this free? That's you know, changes your position as a leader when you have uh, no masters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what hooked you up to the Ramsey way? Um, well, I've... <laughs> I'll let you start. Um, I've read your book before. It was handed to me by uh, my brother and his wife. She ended up becoming a financial coach through Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And so when we first started this, we're like, hey, let's call her and help have her help us mm-hmm. get our finances together the right way. Because we didn't know how to do that. So that was the beginning of that. That's pretty cool. Well, that that's a, an interesting dynamic for your sister-in-law and your future sister-in-law <laughs> to be speaking yeah. into your money. That requires a certain amount of trust to her, obviously, but a humility on your part too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she was great, and I think for me, I read Rachel Cruz's book. I'm definitely more of the free spirit, and um, that way, he's definitely the saver. But um, she really just helped us get on the same page with the budget and really giving every dollar a place and that that helped me a ton just thinking about like the budget is actually me telling how we're going to spend our money and so having Macy by our side to just kind of like really understand how the Ramsey plan works and like going through that process was a game changer so we appreciate those coaches. Was she your biggest cheerleader were there there any others on this journey for you guys? 
Oh yeah, there was <laughs> there was a lot of cheerleaders. Um, yeah, people at work, friends, uh, family was a big one. Both our parents and helping us with the remodel because we just did all the work ourselves. And um, yeah. we'd tell people what we're doing. They're like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> you look kind of weird, but um, so how old are you two? Thirty-one. All right. Both of us. Wow. How's it feel to be completely free? fantastic yeah it feels good i think um it was interesting right when we started in january we became emergency guardians to my eight-year-old nephew and kind of parents overnight and it it kind of felt like a roadblock at first but um i think if anything it just got us more focused and taught us the value of like what this can do for us long term for our family and um it was tough but it's definitely it's definitely worth it your quote um live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later was we have it on a a big whiteboard with our goals and it's just really kept us gazelle intense so uh, yeah you guys are a power couple without a doubt you're amazing way to go yes. so proud of you thank, thank you. you good work good work good work all right we got a, the live and give bundle for you the financial piece or the uh, total money makeover book the baby steps millionaires book both number one bestsellers and of course a, a one-year membership to financial peace university if you've done all of those or read all of them give them to somebody and help them that's what they're for the live and give bundle so it's very proud of you guys Woo! you're amazing amazing couple <laughs> Cade you. and mckenzie uh, twin falls idaho two hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars paid off in the first nine months of marriage at 31 years old that's house and everything shut up 155 to 188 thousand dollar income count it down let's hear a debt-free Scream! All right, three, two, one. We're, We're debt free! Yeah! That's how it's done. I wanted the service dog to bark. If Price could have barked during the debt free scream in an excitement, that would have been that would have been making history. <laughs> you know, I think Price is on the job. I don't That's think true. I don't think he's going to be he's doing a true anything professional. except just taking care. of of miss mckenzie oh, that's the plan right what there. an yeah. amazing couple wow very good stuff very cool hey guys the point of these debt-free screams is to remind all of you and there's thousands of them now on youtube literally thousands <laughs> that we we meet people that have come back from the edge of suicide they've come back from cancer they've come back from divorce Prison, they've come back from losing it. a job they've come addictions. back from every possible addictions we mm. come back from every possible thing that life can throw at humans and in the midst of coming back from those things also decide we're going to get our finances right mm. we're going to get our life where we don't have the weight around our neck where we can't breathe at night. I remember when I was broke, George, and couldn't pay my bills. You wake up in the middle of the night, it feel like some 300-pound man standing on your chest. It's not how you're supposed to live. It's not how your heart's supposed to feel. It's not the way you're designed. So pay the price. Do whatever it takes to get free. And uh, then come over here, hang out at Ramsey, and we'll put you on the debt-free stage and celebrate your victory because mm -hmm. you're victorious. You're a victor. Well, and there's so many reasons and excuses people have out there more than ever of why they can't. And what's amazing to me is when you realize it may not all be your fault, but it is your responsibility. The day you realize that is the day you can begin to take control. Man, good one-liner. Mm, thank you. If 20
Twitter was real, we could put that on I'd Twitter. I'd tweet it, but it would just go into the abyss of negativity. Yeah, it would just be sucked into the black hole. Oh, well. Hey, it was good on the air, though. Thank good you. Good job. Good hour. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. Hey, George Camel here. If you love the show and you want a deeper dive on your money journey, we've got a weekly newsletter that gives you helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for the newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.